Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are The, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us The Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for The Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and one another more because we need more love in the universe. That's right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to take you higher. Yes. So today we have another amazing episode for you. Today's main topic is the body count debate. Ooh. The body count. What is the body count? That's how many sexual partners a person has had in their lifetime. Ooh. And so we're going to debate whether that's a good thing to have a partner with a high body count, a low body count. What should you be looking for? Does it matter? Should it matter? We're going to talk about all of that and much, much more. It's going to be a great episode. I'm excited yes. about that one. Yes, but yes. before we jump into the main episode, it's time for Ask the Amazing Clarks. This is where we're going to answer the questions that you guys send in. Any questions that you have about dating, relationships, life, send them in and we're going to answer them on air. Today's question is... Okay. I think it's more of just perspective than a mm -hmm. question. So it says, my husband says I can sleep with other people if I want to have sex instead of him. Mm. And I'm heartbroken over this. So mm. I think she's wanting us to help her um, come up with a perspective. Is this right? Is this wrong? Is this good? Is this bad? How do you feel about it, Anthony? Mm. What advice would you give this young lady? You know, first of all, if I had them, we were coaching them, I would ask the husband, mm -hmm. why is it that he doesn't want to have sex yeah. with his wife? Yeah. Is there something physical? Does he have some, like, maybe he's um, erectile dysfunction, mm -hmm. um, low testosterone, he doesn't like sex, he's not into sex. Right. Is there something about her that she's just not his type? Right. Um, what is it? that would make a big difference. You know, that would really help a lot to go for, to figure out what direction. Right. But if it's just that, you know, he's going, I want an open relationship or I'm allowing you to have an open relationship. I don't want to hold you back. Right. It just depends. Yeah. Um, I think though I would first address why yes. he doesn't want to have sex. That's a, the big part. Right. And you know, um, everything is just perspective and it's really interesting that she says and i'm and i'm heartbroken about this at the end so when i hear that i think this is something that she does not want right. she doesn't want to be told you can go somewhere else for sex she that makes her feel like he doesn't care mm -hmm. he um he hasn't claimed her like you're free to go do whatever you want to do and before I jump into my perspective on this, I just want to say one of the reasons we get into so much trouble, I think, as human beings and um, and especially as couples and in dating is we believe that we're always supposed to agree and want the same things. Mm -hmm. And if someone doesn't want what we want, then we take it as a personal attack on us. So like you, I obviously have more questions. My main question is, have you always been sexually compatible? Because sexual compatibility is so important in a relationship. If you have someone who has a high sex drive and someone who has a low sex drive, that's probably not going to change. 
And if you go into an, a relationship with the expectation, like, well, after we're married, then, you know, his sex drive is going to go up and we're going to be on the same page. Most likely it's not going to happen. People are who they are. And we get into a lot of trouble in relationships when we think after we're married or over time, they're going to change. They're probably not going to. You have to accept that's probably not going to change. Can I live with it or not live with it? And sexual incompatibility is very difficult to live with because we're all different and we want what we want and we have the sex drive that we have and we really can't just change that for each other. So that's one thing. So from one perspective, I could see this as, hey, I'm just not really into sex as much as you are and I don't want to hold you back and I don't want you to feel like you are not getting sexual gratification and attention or whatever it is that you need. So if I'm not there, hey, you're free to go do that with someone else. I know we love each other. I know we're connected, but I don't want to hold you back. That's one perspective. And if that is his perspective, that's actually kind of loving that's accepting. But is that the rules that you set forth in your relationship when you started? That could be a change that could make you feel uncomfortable. Like, hey, this is not what we signed up for. This is not what we said we're going to do. So then it could feel like a negative. It could feel like you just don't care about me. You just don't want to be with me. Your lack of interest in sex means you're not attracted to me. And that perspective can be painful. So my advice would be dig a little bit deeper, um, find out why he's not that interested and what his perspective is and why he is suggesting that you go outside the marriage for sexual satisfaction. And you're probably going to need some help with this. You're probably going to need a couple's counselor, coach, therapist, someone to help you navigate this because there's something much deeper going on here. If this is not something you two have discussed and decided together that you would be open to. There's all kinds of ways people are having relationships. There are throuples, there's polyamory, there's open relationships. There's so many ways that people are expressing themselves in marriage and relationship and what may not be right for one couple can be very right for another couple. So I don't have any judgment for it. I would just wonder, how did he come to this conclusion without her being on board and being kind of blindsided by it? It seems like she's a little blindsided by it. Exactly. But you know, when, um, if it's no ill, like if there's nothing negative as far as like he's disconnected from her, he doesn't want to connect with her and she wants it, then that's probably a sign that maybe the relationship has just ran its course. Yeah, could and be. And it's time to, time to move on. Now, if it's something where it's not, you know, he's not doing it to be spiteful right. or because he's disconnected where he can't actually do it, but he wants to see her happy. Right. He's given an option. Whether she takes it or not is up to her, but it's important to see that his intent is not that he doesn't love you. He's just actually, he wants you to have what you want. Right. And every situation is different. And but it, it, but I agree with you. You have to get to the bottom of what's behind it first. What's what's the reason? Why does he feel like that? Yes. Because there's a lot of situations where there's couples that'll be like the woman will be like, "Oh yes, I appreciate that. Great. Okay, let's go. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go do my thing." And right. it works out with couples. They right. have those kind of relationships. Yes. Um, those relationships do exist. Right. They, yeah. they definitely do exist. And so, 
I would start there. Yeah. That's a, but the ov- overall, it starts with the discussion, get, getting more information. Yeah. Dig a little deeper, girlfriend. Yeah. That's our advice. That's right. That sex uh, leads back to the main topic, mm. the body count debate. I feel like you're excited about this topic, Anthony. Um, You know what? It's a topic that I've seen that's really trending on social media, mm-hmm. especially okay. TikTok. There's a lot of conversations about it. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I've... I've kind of responded to, you know, gave my input mm-hmm. on TikTok. And the response was very different because it varied. Okay. So, for example, a body count, what is a body count, first of all? A body count is how many sexual partners you've had in your life. Right. And so, traditionally, you know, in our society, we've been taught, especially when it comes to women, that you want to marry a virgin, that mm-hmm. that's going to be your ideal partner. If you get a virgin, you're winning because mm-hmm. she's pure. She hasn't, other men have, she's never been with any other men. So it's like the trophy and you got her, she hasn't been spoiled. And so that's what society mostly has um, programmed men to go for in the past, traditionally. Right. Now, our society has changed and the society is becoming more open-minded sexually and the rules of the game of changing. Women are able to do just as much as men are able to do. And so women are having more sexual partners. Mm-hmm. And so some men look at it like it's like there's nothing wrong with it. It's cool. So right. what? It doesn't matter. But then there's still a segment of the population of men, especially, that feel like, no, don't get a woman that's been with a lot of men. She's a, you know, whatever negative terms they want to use. She's right. a slut. She's a whore. She's a whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't. And, I don't like any of these terms. So I, I agree with you. Okay. Good. Um, oh, did you not think you think I was saying uh, that? No, I'm just. Oh, no. I'm no. just. I'm just this, stating my my reaction. Right. Like as you were saying, I was like, ugh, and this that, is and that, awful. And that is the perspective. Yeah, of a it's lot bad. Of men in society. Mm-hmm. So um, when I posted on the subject, my perspective was no. There's nothing wrong with a woman having lots of sexual partners. Um, in fact, that could be beneficial mm-hmm. if you find a woman because. She has sexual experience, right? Um, which I appreciate a woman with sexual experience. And also a woman that's had a lot of sexual experiences, she can tell whether or not the grass is greener on the other side. So if she decides to commit to you and to be in a committed relationship, she's experienced. And, she's, and she knows that the sexual chemistry with you guys is strong enough and the love is there. So she's not going to be so much like, okay, let me go creep. Let me cheat. Because she knows, okay, I'm... I've had those experiences. Been I got there, that out that. the way. Been there, done that. Right. I'm good. What I have is good. And I know it's good. And I'm sticking with it. So that was my perspective. And a lot of people agreed with me. And I also brought up the point, why is it okay, double standard, for men to have a lot of sexual partners? And society cheers the man that has a lot of sexual partners. He's not a slut. He's not a whore. He's a playboy. Mm-hmm. He's a player. He's a Mac daddy. He's all these <laughs> all these other cool Ew, terms. I don't like any of those That either. people strive <laughs> that, that uh, the men... Look, wear like a, a badge of honor. Right. It's and a double standard. It's a double standard. So my perspective was, why should it be a double standard um, when it comes to women? Women have just as much right to have sexual partners if that's their thing. Right. And they shouldn't be judged on it. Is it for every woman? No. But if that is her thing, so what? That doesn't mean that she's going to be a worse, she's not going to make a good partner or a good wife or a good mother. Right. Um, and so a lot of guys, have, some guys have put, pushed back. Right. And was like, dude, you're crazy. I would never be with a woman that has more than, you know, five body counts. Oh body count is five or a three or two. And it's like, if that's your thing, great. Right. Now, is it my thing? 
no, I don't think like you. And so that's the whole body count debate. And that's why I want to bring, talk about it on this oh, okay. show. Because if that conversation is they're having it, then that means a lot of the listeners are dealing with that as well. Right. Well, you know, my perspective on it, again, is there seems to be this need for people to judge and decide what is right and wrong and good and bad for everyone else. And we're all individuals. We are all, um, we all have our own spirit that is guiding us to have the life experience that our spirit chose to have in this lifetime. And it is no one's business how we express ourselves. But in our society, there's, there are rules that I think make people feel like, I want to make sure everybody follows the rules. And that creates a lot of judgment, a lot of separation, and a lot of hurt feelings. And what's amazing about this whole body count debate is, now here we have one segment of people who are saying a high body count is a bad thing, and it makes you a bad person, and it makes you less desirable, and it makes you not as good as someone who doesn't have a high body count, right? But then those people having that discussion, there's a whole other group of people having a discussion, and and we've experienced there, where women don't feel like they're valuable because they're virgins, and they don't have experience, and they're ashamed of that, and they don't want anybody to know that, and then people are judging them because of that, because they're over a certain age. And, and to me, what it comes down to is this, it's your life and you live life on your terms. And anyone who has negative things to say about how you live your life, that is just their opinion and they are entitled to it. There's a saying, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. And it is not your job to go around changing everyone's opinion. If you are a sexual person and you want to have sexual experiences, then I say go for it. That is your choice. And if you run across people who are judging you for it and who don't like it, those are not your people. Be around people who accept you and have similar value system. That's what we're bumping into here. People have different value systems. And I think in society, we all used to share a lot of the same values, but that has really changed. And so to me, the problem in this conversation is not whether or not someone has a high body count or a low body count. It is really about other people judging people's life experience. You and I have been through this. When we were dating, I got told you were a player and you got told I was a player. And I dated a lot of guys that were like, you are too aggressive. You are too sexual. You are too this. And I was like, I don't care what you think. I am 26 years old, 27 years old. I have two children. I have been married. I do what I want. And if you don't like it, go away. And I did not let that make me feel bad about me. I wanted life experience. I wanted sexual experience. I got in a committed relationship very early in my life and I missed out on those experiences of dating. And so when I got divorced in my 20s, I went hard in the paint. I dated. I had a lot of partners. I I explored a lot of possibilities and 
at this stage in my life, I'm so grateful that I did that because I'm very settled in who I am. I'm very settled in our relationship. I never wonder if I missed out on anything. I never wonder if I settled. I've had enough life experience to know what my preferences are, what I like, what I want, what I need to be able to recognize it when it shows up in front of me. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it played out for me. Now, there may be other people, it won't play out for them, but you have to decide for yourself. So I don't think there's any right or wrong answer in this question. High body count, low body count. I think it's an individual preference and you should express yourself in a way that works for you. Right. Then you know what? That goes back to what's a high body count. Who's to say what's high? Who's to say what's low? Right. The next, you know, a person that thinks they're high is four. <laughs> right. Um then the next person is like, okay, that's not my high. Right. My high is two. If you have two, that's too high. So who's right? It's always changing. So you're right. It's up to the individual. But, but even for that, me, let me just interrupt you really quick. Even that, like, how do you judge that? And, and why are you even thinking about that? Are you asking your partner, like, how many meals did you have before I met you? How many yeah. times did you eat? I'm thinking about how many meals you had. That is their past. It has nothing it's, to do yeah. with you. It, but to me, you're right. And it goes back to judgment. It mm -hmm. goes back to judgment. Mm -hmm. It goes back to programming. Yeah. Um, and also it goes back to, from my perspective, a little insecurity. Yes. So for example, a lot of the men that say like, okay, she has to have a low body count, one partner, no partner, <laughs> two partners. Yeah. And a lot of that energy, if you keep digging, it's because they're insecure. Yeah. And let's say, for example, all men want to be to their woman the best lover she she's ever had. They mm -hmm. want to be, I'm the man. I'm the one that did the conquered Mount Everest. I did what no other man has right. ever done before. And she thinks of me, that's just me. Right. And if you have a partner that's never been with someone else, then you, for a while, you will be the man. And she will look at you like you're right. the best she's ever had. But now she has, the more partners that she has, have had in the past, the more she can compare. Mm -hmm. Are you, where do you stand on that compared to other men? Are you right. as good? And the more men that you she has, the more it increases the odds that you won't be at the top right. of the food chain. Right. And so most men, it's easier for just, instead of having confidence in so themselves. eliminate the competition. Just, yeah. Just I want don't a woman know a competition. That's never play, I want a woman that doesn't play the game or never play the game. That way I'll be the winner. Right. I'll always be perceived. Um, I'm the opposite. I have, I have faith. Um, I have confidence in my sexual ability. I don't have to be the best lover you ever had. Right. I just have to be, we just but have to have are. sexual chemistry. But you are. Uh, <laughs> appreciate that <laughs> you offer me <laughs> but it's just uh, i just want to have make sure our chemistry is good yes um i don't care what you did with the next person and the other person yeah it's just as long me as too. we're on point yeah, yeah and you too. know and that even goes back to where a lot of couples when they get together to have the conversation mm -hmm. you know how many partners have you had mm -hmm. tell me about it put me in a suit and they want to go through the numbers and some people are like no don't do that that's horrible don't do that but then other people like, you know, it works. I'm like, so what? Okay, good. I just want to know what's going on. For me personally, I wanted to know about your past partners because I want to know you. Right. Not from a place of judgment. It was like, who are you? What has your life story been like? About? What have you been, what have you experienced? Mm -hmm. And then another part of that is that if I'm ever around those people, 
right. then I know. It's not like I'm in the dark <laughs> and they're like, mm, Yeah, we were in a small town. Hi, Melanie. And I'm yeah. like, wait, what? I'm just, I'm hanging out with this person and I don't know. Just let me know the history, the background. I can deal with it. I don't but remember. I, just know. I don't remember us giving numbers though. We've I, talked about. Like, I don't. I don't remember we, the numbers. We, not the I, numbers. I know we talked, talked about. about like you know your past experience or whatever. Yeah. But, but not we the were. Numbers, no, no. Yeah, and we were in a small town, so mm-hmm. a lot of people knew each other. Right. And I think this discussion came up with us because someone that you knew, I had dated before you, and he went to you and was like, "Watch out for Mel. She's a player." And, you know, I dated her, I was with her. And so he kind of started telling you stuff. And so then we had a discussion about like, Mm -hmm. who have you dated and who have you been with and that kind of stuff. But I don't remember us um, ever saying like, how many bodies, what's your body count? (laughs) Like we never, we we never even discussed numbers. It just seems like, why would we do that? Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you. Like, if you ask me now, I couldn't even remember, like, I don't know what the the numbers are. You know what I'm saying? But I've seen couples put a lot of energy into that and like well you said it was five and i found out it was six and it's like no one sits around like oh hold on i've got to get my journal out and you know add a um, um you know a check mark to this next partner that i have we're all just living life doing the best that we can trying to find love connecting sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work and i would say someone with a high body count is really committed to trying to find that fit a person that they can be with and enjoy. And a lot of people do that through sexual connection. That's yeah. kind of their marker. And, and, so I wouldn't judge it. And, you know, and after being in a committed marriage for 30 years, committed relationship, and with all the challenges that a relationship that comes with it, bills, kids, the future, um, credit, all these things, food, right. meals, <laughs> work. that stuff becomes insignificant. We yeah. never sit around and be like, in the middle of all that, how many, bot, bot, what's your body <laughs> count, baby? Right. But, you know, it, that's immature. Yeah. So that's something that happens when you're in the early stages of dating, you're immature. But as you progress in a, in a marriage, that stuff becomes insignificant. Yeah, completely. That's not going to make or break your marriage. Mm-mm. That's not going to be a foundation of your I mean, it's meaningless. Yeah. it's It goes it's, back, like you said, how many meals have you had? That's yeah. like, ha, why have that conversation of how many meals have you had? It's just, it matter? it's just another reason to judge each other and keep yourself from finding the person that's right for you. It's just another way to disconnect men and women from each other. Mm -hmm. So I would say the body count debate should stop being debated. And and, and it was interesting. (laughs) I agree. And it was interesting because the person that gave the hardest pushback, Mm -hmm. he almost felt offended. Mm -hmm. And I realized that it doesn't even make sense to talk to this person, debate with this person and try to help them because it's a person that's not in a committed relationship, a person that's never been in a long-term marriage, yeah. long-term. So he's dev- dealing on a level of immaturity. Yeah. And just by getting offended and by having that conversation, it shows me what level he's on. Right. So it's like, dude, once you get married, get into a committed relationship and put 10, 15, 20, 30 years in, then come back to me and let's have that conversation and let's see where you're at at that point. Which I would say maybe the only exception to this would be if it's a religious value, right? Like if you're an extremely religious person and this is one of your religious values, then 
in all honesty, you're probably going to have to date people who are in your same religion and have that same value. But you're not going to go out into the world and you're not going to go out into the dating apps and expect everyone to have the same value system that you have right. around the body count I, I, debate, right? Yeah. Because I, people are trying to find each other. People are trying to figure out compatibility and connection. And sex is one of the ways that they're doing it. So yeah. the body count is going to be there for most so, people. So don't, don't judge other people. That's not your thing. Don't judge. Yeah. So I look at life overall as like a big buffet. And every experience you can ever possibly have in, in this reality is in this buffet. Nothing can be taken out. Everything that's in that buffet, every dish is supposed to be in that buffet. And so the tendency is that once we go through that buffet, we're picking through it and we find a dish that we don't like. And it's like, you start complaining. I don't like this dish. Get this dish out the buffet. Get this dish out the buffet. And get the manager. And you call the manager over. And you're making a big ruckus. And it's like, I, I don't like this dish. Get this out the buffet. Get it out. And then you get other people that agree. We don't like this dish. Get it out. Get it out. Mm -hmm. But then there's somebody behind you going, excuse me, please don't take that dish out the buffet. That's my dish. I came for that dish. I like the jello with whipped cream in it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't like that, the key is don't judge this or make right? it, try to take it out because that's me. Mm -hmm. I like it. Just move on to what it is that you do like and we'll be okay. Yeah. Because even if you do that, you're the person going, I don't get this out the buffet. I don't like it. I don't like it. There's always going to be a person that's behind you when you yes. pick your dish that you like that's going to go, I don't like that dish. Get that out the buffet. Get that yeah. out the buffet. Yeah. And it's like, no, don't take any dish out the buffet. If this isn't your preference, just move on to another dish that is your preference. Yes. That's all. That's all you got to do, people. Yes. So if you're struggling with this, uh, you can always circle back to our podcast episode on the art of allowing. Mm -hmm. We got to get better at allowing each other to be who we are and stop trying to control each other's life experience. That's right. Um, let each other be who we came to be and express ourselves the way we need to express ourselves as long as we're not hurting each other. And someone's body count is not hurting you. That's their life experience. It comes a body count. I got a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's I benefit from all that experience, that's Anthony. Right. That's my perspective. Your body count is perfect yeah, for, me for me because you got skills and you got experience and I'm grateful and for all of it. And that's why we have great chemistry because yes. we both like the same dish in a buffet. Yes, we do. Good and that's job. why we chose each other. I agree. I agree. You know what? Yes. That was another amazing episode. <laughs> yes, Good job. It was. Good job, baby. Thank you, baby. Good and job to you too. I want to thank all you listeners for supporting us and hanging out there, hanging out with us. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Appreciate each and every one of you. And if you guys haven't had a chance yet to get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, pick up your copy today, available at Amazon.com. If you guys are interested in coaching with the Clarks, and kind of digging a little more into this body count thing if you got some issues going on whatever it is reach out to us at theamazingclocks.com and we'll get back to you we do life coaching relationship coaching dating coaching spirituality you name it we do it all last but not least if you guys are interested in becoming a life coach or just learning some techniques self-improvement techniques to live a better life then check out our life coach training and certification course at the law of attraction lifecoachacademy.com 
And be sure to rate, review, and share our podcast. We go and we read all the reviews. We love to hear your feedback. We love to hear that you are part of our love revolution. So share us with your friends and family. We so appreciate it. Yes, sir. So there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now, what you're going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time, guys. Thank you.